0: Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. That last conversation was a real treat for me. I am a big fan of the Olympics. Every other year, either it be summer or winter, I spend a good chunk of the season glued to the TV. I try to find ways to stream uh, different events to my phone and iPad. I get all the screens possible up in front of me. I like competition. I like athleticism. And I like what could be coming back here to Utah under the direction of Fraser Bullock. So it was a great treat to chat with him. And we're going to stay in touch with him. As he has conversations with the USOC over the weekend, and they move closer to a decision between pursuing the 2030 Games or the 2034 Winter Games here in Utah. Uh, I'm so excited at the idea of being able to be here in Utah for another Olympic Games. Very cool. Anyway, last night, did you watch TV? If you did, you probably heard about this primary thing they have out in New Hampshire. I have uh, complained about Iowa a pretty good deal, so I'm going to spare you uh, a lot of those complaints. I'm sure I'll pepper a few in. I'm sure I'll make some kind of snide remark about Iowa as I walk through the results of New Hampshire. But let's get right to those results. Uh, Bernie Sanders, he won the night. Let me pull up my little chart here. So uh, Bernie Sanders final results in new hampshire's primary uh bernie comes away senator sanders that is comes away with 25.9 percent of the vote now he democratic socialist i want to walk through some of his uh platform positions here in a little bit but understand that he is very different from the other candidates who are uh coming up from behind so again sanders wins the night 25.9 percent uh Buttigieg, uh mayor pete he got 24.4% down uh, just a few percentage points. And then uh, I yesterday characterized it uh, in a way that uh, is familiar to those who watch Formula One racing. That's the best of the rest attitude. There are some front runners, and then there's a pack of folks who are competing with one another to maybe become uh, the front runners, the best of the rest. Well, Senator Amy Klobuchar yesterday proved herself to be uh, the best of the rest. I shared polling data. ...with you yesterday, and I have the results here right in front of me, side by side with the polls. And in terms of Sanders and Buttigieg, the polling and the final results are pretty close. Uh, Differences of only uh, two or three percentage points. Uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar, though... Whole other story. She is nearly eight, no, nearly nine percentage points ahead of where the polling figures put her. She yesterday finished the New Hampshire primary with 19.8% of the vote. The bigger stories come uh, later. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, I would say that Klobuchar's performance yesterday is the biggest of uh, unexpected outcomes. All the rest was pretty well predicted. Uh, behind Klobuchar is senators, uh, Senator Warren uh, and former Vice President Joe Biden. He came away from New Hampshire with 8.4% of the vote. And we learned yesterday uh, in an early in the day announcement that Joe Biden was going to be leaving town. He spoke uh, yesterday while everyone else was in New Hampshire receiving results. He spoke to his supporters from South Carolina. Your loyalty, your support, your commitment to this party have been taken for granted. I have never once in my career since I got involved as a kid taken it for granted. And I give you my word as a Biden, I never, ever, ever will. One other big headline to come out of yesterday was the uh, Mr. Yang He is no longer running for president. He's out of the race. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, they're still in. Uh, We'll see how much longer they stay in. I've seen a number of articles throughout the day reminding us all of the candidates uh, on the Democrat side who have run and withdrawn from the race. The list is remarkably long. Uh, If we have time later on in the program, I'll pull up that list. Maybe you and I can do some kind of quiz game, see how many folks we can remember. But it is remarkable how long the list is. I mean, remember the first debate? I think it was broken up into two nights. Uh, they had different criteria on how they divided the candidates but uh, 10 of them side by side two nights in a row uh, 20 some odd in total and the list was even longer before those debates started uh, astounding on the Republican side and that's on the Republican side the list of course is much smaller uh, but that's typical for when the president uh, or that's typical of the party of the sitting president, I want to share with you one other little piece of data. I just remembered uh, mentioning uh, Republicans. New Hampshire also hosted a primary election f- on the Republican side yesterday in Iowa. Remember, I told you I was going to try to spare mentions of Iowa. I'll get back to them in a little bit. In Iowa, uh the, the president had like high 90% uh i think it was 96 or 97 well i went uh this morning to check on some of the results i wanted to verify the uh, the numbers from Iowa to compare them And my practice is typically to go to the source. There are plenty of other places. Google uh, makes this information available. We've posted them on our own KSL Newsradio dot com website. But I, I, I like going straight to the source. And so I made my way uh, early this morning to refresh my memory. Over to the Iowa Democratic Party's website to verify the popular vote. I wanted to make sure that, uh, in fact, it was Bernie Sanders that won that popular vote. And I couldn't remember if it was the first round or second round. So I wanted to go to the source. I clicked and clacked my way over to the Iowa Democratic Party's website. I clicked on the caucus tab. And this is no joke. I couldn't make this up if I tried. Uh, I click on the caucus tab and it directs me to one of those 404 errors. <laughs> So I had to rely on secondhand information. I trust the secondhand information, but as I tried to, as I tried to get uh, verified information from Iowa, still now a week removed from their caucus debacle up there, I am still unable to get that information from the source. Anyway, that's an aside, uh, just a little observation I made this morning. Uh, President Trump also running for president also uh, participated in the primary yesterday in New Hampshire uh, take a shot in the dark how do you think he did uh, in terms of percentage in Iowa he was 96 or 97% uh, yesterday in New Hampshire uh, only 85% uh, who's stealing all those extra percentage points well bill weld got himself 9. One percent, thirteen thousand plus votes out there in New Hampshire, and then uh, the the remaining percentage points are uh, divvied up among folks that uh, you probably wouldn't recognize, except for Joe Walsh. Remember Joe Walsh? Uh, he made it known he was going to challenge the president uh, this year. I think he uh, has kind of backed off uh, any of his earnest efforts to uh, ascend to the presidency, uh, but he's still out there at least, and he got himself. Uh, let me see. That's a small number. Eight hundred and thirty-two votes. Joe Walsh got himself eight hundred and thirty. Two votes in the New Hampshire primary on the Republican side last night. So let's go uh, and do a little bit of analysis. But first, I want to share with you some of the comments made by the candidates last night. Uh, Senator Sanders spoke uh, last night to supporters in Manchester, telling them that this win marks the beginning of the end for Donald Trump. I want to take the opportunity to express my. Appreciation and respect for all of the Democratic candidates we ran against. Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden. After that, Senator Sanders let his folks know what comes next. We're going to Nevada. We're going to South Carolina. We're going to win those states as well. Uh, Amy Klobuchar in Concord, New Hampshire, Uh, she probably pulled the biggest stunner of the night. Remember those uh, polling results compared to the outcome of the primary? I'll remind you now. It's uh, Klobuchar was expected, at least in the polling data, uh, to win 11.7 percent of support. She, after all was said and done last night, came away with almost 20 percent, almost doubling expectations. Donald Trump's worst nightmare is that the people... In the middle, the people who have had enough of the name calling and the mudslinging have someone to vote for in November. Senator Warren, who dramatically underperformed, expected to get uh, uh, 11 uh, and was a few percentage points shy of that. Uh, She from... Manchester had this to say last night. If we're going to beat Donald Trump in November, we're going to need huge turnout within our party. And to get that turnout, we will need a nominee that the broadest coalition of our party feels like they can get behind. That question could not be more on point hear me out. We have Senator Sanders who is leading all of this. He represents a very specific sector of the Democrats casting their vote in New Hampshire and elsewhere. Now, the rest of them, uh, more moderate folks, uh, is Mayor Pete, uh, Amy Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren herself, they are more moderate, at least in by comparison to Senator Sanders, and so there are other considerations. You may be uh, an issue-type voting Democrat and there is something uh, unique about each one of these remaining candidates, but for the very most part, they represent a healthy percentage of overlapping constituencies. And so once these candidates start to fall away, uh, Yang, maybe Biden falls out, who knows? Uh, Senator Warren, uh, Klobuchar, Buttigieg, as they start fighting uh, for votes and as they drop out and more votes, more moderate Democrat votes become available, they will become all the more powerful. I cannot imagine that uh, Senator Sanders remains uh, in the powerful position he occupies now as more of these moderate folks start to fall out. Anyway, uh, that's it for this segment. There are some comments made by Trump last night that are pretty funny. If we have time later in the program, I'll share them with you. Up next, though, we're going to try to, uh, if we can connect with Senator Mike Lee, we're going to talk about uh, a document that he sent off to the Supreme Court in support of what he calls religious liberty in schools. I do know that he's in and out of some meetings right now. We may have to shuffle some things, uh, but that's all coming up here on this episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.